Welcome to The Bold Podcast, a podcast designed to make you want to challenge yourself in your personal, emotional, spiritual, and family life to be bold, to share more of yourself with others, to live a life of passion, purpose, and authenticity. Bring it! Welcome back, everybody. We're two weeks in a row again. We're back in the groove. Yay! <laughs> um, today, we are going to be talking, we're starting a little book discussion um, on the book, Finding True Happiness by Fulton Sheen. Um, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but we'll start with our traditional um, high lows and GMOs, our little check-in. Um, Janelle, do you want to kick us yeah. off? Well, I finally, after like two months, I feel like it's been a really long time, had a date night with my husband, which was amazing. We've been trying to have a date night for a while and we kept getting sick and just Mm -hmm. things happen, Christmas happens, it just gets busier and Mm -hmm. we've had time together, but not like our traditional, which is going out to dinner date night, which (laughs) is what we like to do because we're foodies. So we went to this new place. Well, it's not new. It's new to us, but it's called Gato Gato. And it's an Indonesian restaurant Ooh. over in the Hollywood district. And it is really, really good. And But we got, I talked him into, this was probably goes into my low, but <laughs> <Uh-oh>. um, <laughs> we got amazing food there. Like two really, really good dishes. And then I talked him into getting the Dungeness crab that's oh. on the menu and it's seasonal. And uh-huh. I was really wanting crab. And I wasn't really thinking about how messy it was going to be. Uh-huh. At a restaurant because the Dungeness crab had full sauce on it. You know, you normally when you eat crab and you're yeah. packing it, it's yeah. kind of dry. Yeah. Well, this had full on like curry sauce on it. And you're trying to, <laughs> in the middle of the restaurant and you're in a little table. Yeah. And you've got all these napkins and it was kind of messy. And he's like, Janelle, what did we just do? And I'm like, we ordered crab and it's really good. He's like, it is good, but this is a mess. I'm like, I know. Oh my so gosh. I can honestly say that was probably my low having him. Do, it was like a once in a lifetime dish. Like yeah. we'd probably never ordered in a restaurant like that. And yeah. it was really good, yeah. but it was a lot of work and it was really, really yeah. messy. <laughs> but highly recommend it. Okay. You have to experience it. Okay. Their crab there. They're kind of known for their crab oh. and it's kind of expensive. Yeah. So I talked him into it and, and then like, regret it. <laughs> it's like, uh, maybe not again. Oh my like, god. Yeah. It was good though. It was really good. good. The food is good. The atmosphere awesome. is fun. So highly recommend. Gato gato. Awesome. Um, my high and low, I think, are interlinked. My low has been there's just it's there's too many too many things. It's all just too many things everywhere, <laughs> at home, at work. Like I have never felt like this in January, but like everywhere, people are like, "Congratulations, it's January forty seventh. Like this month won't end." <laughs> I'm like. That's really, it really feels like that right now. Um, we've got double ear infections at home and tons of work and everything. And so it's just been too many things. So that is my low. And my high is today I decided, no, not doing any of it. <laughs> Nora's back at daycare. I am not working. I am going to have, I say I have the day off to myself. I have like four hours to myself today. So that is the high. That sounds amazing. Re- recharge a little I need bit. That. Yeah. Read some books, relax. I was hoping to do that tomorrow, but my kids have no school. Oh, yeah. See? So, anyway. Yeah. I was like, nope, you're healthy enough for daycare. Be gone. <laughs> Quiet time at home oh. just to myself. So that's my high. Awesome. Um, but yeah, those are linked. Um, any other lows aside from the messy crap? No, I so think I'm just going to stick with the messy crap. <laughs> it's been kind of a week of like just a little little annoyances here uh-huh. and there, but nothing too crazy. So 
Yeah. Um, what about God moment? God, a God moment? moment? I feel like this week God is just um, putting the right scripture in oh. front of my face, like exactly when I need it. And it's been like the same kind of verses, but they're different. And I'm like, I'll read something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear that right this second. Mm-hmm. Like Walking With Purpose came out with mm-hmm. a blog post with like just exactly what I needed at that yeah. point in time. And God is just like keeps providing. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get discouraged and he's like, nope, nope. <laughs> we're not going to do that, Janelle. I'm like, I'll get down on myself. Nope, nope. we're going to be positive. I'm like, oh, Lord, it's so hard to yeah. be positive all the time because yeah. I'm just a positive, generally positive person. And when yeah. I get discouraged, everyone around me can see it. Mm-hmm. And so I I feel like sometimes I have to be like mm-hmm. this positive force. And yeah. so sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... Um, I get really like down on myself, but then always he provides me this beautiful mm-hmm. encouragement. And especially this week, I feel like I just, right when I needed it, it was, it always came. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. what I got a moment. Awesome. I think mine has been, um, God throwing obstacles in my, <laughs> in my path in the form of just, I feel like he is reteaching me the lesson of me not being in control and mm-hmm. like just like little annoyances of things. And like, like even this morning it was like, we were, I was, you know, I think, I think cause I have such a little like downtime now, like mm-hmm. I build it up in my head of like how amazing it's going to like my expectations get like really high. And so like even today it was like, we were halfway to daycare and then I was like, Oh, forgot to give you your medicine. Never mind. Turn around, go back and do <laughs> like, let's try again. And so there have been a lot of little things like that that, like, have been, like, driving me crazy and just annoying in the moment, but have been, like, these small reminders of, like, it's not really my plans or I need to let go of what my expectations are. I try to put my, you know, trying to tell God my plans instead of listening as much and letting him guide me. So it's been a lot of, like, nope, stop. (laughs) You're not listening. Okay, we'll put this in front of you to physically make you stop <laughs> regroup so that has been my kind of continual that's what god's been putting in front of me amen past like week <laughs> all right so this book that we are reading through a little bit is called finding true happiness by fulton sheen it's actually a collection of his writings from a bunch of his books um Yes. So they are little snippets from a bunch of his stuff. Um, so he was an archbishop. Um, he was really well known for kind of being like a televangelist. And yeah. he, I mean, he won an Emmy, which not a lot of priests out there, I think, have won Emmys or no, archbishops. I don't think so I think else. just him. <laughs> so it's just some cool, cool stuff about him. Um, so, and he, um, because of all of that work, I was reading, I think it was an introduction, was talking about how he would even receive like letters and questions and he was reaching a lot more non-Catholics than Catholics even in some yes. of his, his stuff. So um, he has just beautiful writings um, that definitely are still very applicable to today. Um, and then like the intro in the second paragraph of his intro, I just love it says, happiness does not consist in having more, but in appreciating more. It is not so much what happens in your life that matters. It's rather how you react to it. Mm. We oftentimes don't have direct control over external things, but we do have control over our internal view of those things. And 
That is, I mean, that's exactly what yeah. I was reading too. And we need that reminder, I think, so much because, I mean, it just puts everything in perspective so much. I mean, even the driving to and from daycare this morning and the medicine, like, you know, I had to choose how much I was going to let that derail my whole day. <laughs> like, in the perspective of, like, things are out of my control. I'm going to, you know, forgot that. Okay, moving on. Yeah, you can't um, dwell on this. Yeah, I can't things. dwell on the, the external mm-hmm. things. And this whole, his whole stuff about happiness, because um, I think it gets a little messy, happiness versus joy. And what he keeps talking about is, like, perfect happiness, which is joy and is yes. God's love for us, not the happiness that we seek and the pleasure we seek and like the temporary, yes. the temporary things. Um, and I think in our society, people are co- constantly talking about happiness uh-huh. and they're wanting happiness, but they think they, they can get happiness mm-hmm. by doing certain things or yes. having certain things Yes. versus just allowing yourself. It's like a choice. Yes. I feel like having perfect happiness or joy is like a choice. We mm-hmm. just choose to be joyful in what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that's hard because we're mm-hmm. dealt with circumstances that yeah. aren't joyful or don't mm-hmm. make us happy. But mm-hmm. if we choose to respond to them in a positive way, mm-hmm. like kind of like what I was talking about before, like mm-hmm. it can it can rob you of that if you choose to respond mm-hmm. to those things in a negative way and let others mm-hmm. bring others down through yeah. your response to whatever yeah. your external environment is giving you the signals that is telling you this or that if you respond to that stuff with a positive outlook and a, mm-hmm. a joy-filled demeanor then it can influence and create joy for others yes um it was talking this is jumping to chapter two but he totally talks about that like the contrast of like like we have difficult things in our life but we can't really appreciate the beauty without those difficult things there has to be contrast like he has like a whole beautiful analogy of like Fireworks are beautiful because they're against this backdrop of like nothing, right? But if you have flames and laser, like if you have all this other stuff, you can't appreciate it for what it is. So having, I think it's, it's about choosing the attitude too, that the difficult things we encounter and the difficult things that we're dealt, like those are an opportunity for us to grow in different ways and to maybe find appreciation in some other things and maybe prepare us for something down the road and also maybe help lighten someone else's load down the road that we've walked that journey to or whatever. So I think that there's, that's recognizing the, I think the benefit of the hardships and the, the good that comes from those. Um, I love in the, still in the introduction, um, he says, if you do not worship God, you worship something and nine times out of 10, it will be yourself. (laughs) It's like, Oh, that's a good wake up call too of the, of our priorities and where we, where we place, um, or happiness and joy and what's important. And then it goes on to say, you have a duty to worship God, not because he will be imperfect and unhappy if you do not, but because you will be imperfect and unhappy if you do not. And that, I mean, I know when I am consistent in, in my prayer life and that routine, like it's so much, everything is so much more peaceful and easier when I am living my days, knowing with that acknowledgement and spending time to the fact that it's not all up to me. It's not all my responsibility and just, you know, counting my blessings and all of that. Okay. The first chapter, um, you read through the first chapter. Yeah, I did. First chapter, yeah. Um, I like, 
This is so funny because I read this book a long time ago and then started rereading it for this. And I have so many things highlighted. And then I had to go back because Amanda taught me something beautiful because I will like overly highlight everything. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, what was I actually trying to gain from this? Because I'll have so much stuff. She will only highlight stuff that she thinks is tattoo worthy. And I think that that's so beautiful. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that really And that's helps. podcast worthy yeah. too. Yeah, right? Exactly. Your podcast. Yeah. Like little maybe, quotes yeah. that, that we can cause... I can cause discussion, discussion and longer. Yeah, yeah for sure. I will do that. Sure. I think so. I thought that was um, funny looking through because I was like, oh, I highlighted a lot of stuff in here in the past. Um, but this first chapter kind of talks about that perfect happiness and um, the, you know, the pleasure and the joys that we seek that are smaller and temporary and not letting those overpower what or expecting those things to last forever and they don't. Um, and enjoying, but that there's, you know, true lasting pleasure in, you know, having a good conscience and the joy of first communion of discovering the truth. Um, all of those things are always good and never kind of turned to turn into anything painful. Um, and it talks about chasing like our desires and things like what we, what we kind of chase after and he says, what do I desire above all, on 15, what do I desire above all things? You want perfect life and perfect truth and perfect love. Nothing short of the infinite satisfies you. And to ask you to be satisfied with less would be to destroy your nature. Because I'm saying you also want love without end. I like that. That's and then, good. yeah, and then the following page is going to talk about how we were made for, we were made for perfect happiness. So we spend so much time trying to fill our life with things that make us happy that aren't permanent, that aren't of God. But it talks that that's what we were made for, and that was our purpose. And he compares it to, like, on page 16, he says, if the sun could speak, it would say that it was happy when shining. If a pencil could speak, it would say that's happy when it's writing. For These were the purposes for which they were made. You were made for perfect happiness. That is your purpose. And so... That is beautiful. Yeah, it just puts things in such a... For me, it puts it in a perspective of things to just, like, let go of, that, like, it's easy to attach to things that we think are so important or make us so happy, but really... It's not about that at all. Yeah. Just, and and, the, and letting that open yourself up to what you're really made for and what you're really supposed to like encounter yeah. and experience, right? I like this, this quote at the top of page 17. It says, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, many have become yes. so enamored of the gifts the great giver of life has dropped on the roadway of life that they build their cities around that gift and forget the giver. Yeah. And when the gifts out of loyalty of their maker fail to give them perfect happiness, they rebel against God and become cynical and disillusioned. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie The Giver? No, I have that. I've heard it's really. It's like good. don't they have to read it in school? Yeah, I never had to, or it's I really good. <laughs> just never did. But I, I have that sitting and on if, my shelf. If you think it's... about it in context yeah. of God, I highly recommend that yeah. book and yeah. movie. There's a book and a movie. Yeah, very good. Yeah, he talks about like that. The God gives you all these gifts, and yeah. what do we do with them? Yeah, and I love that. I just love that. It's a reminder that it's not like the gifts He's giving us. Like, he still has more in store for us. And, like, like that also, like, it makes me feel a little bit sometimes, like, when I do fall into a trap of, like, putting too much emphasis or importance on something. And, like, you know, even family. But it's, like, this is, it is easy to get caught up because God does give us such amazing things, right? Yes. And so, like, we can feel guilty about a lot of those things. But sometimes it's just about, like, okay, we just need to reframe and go back to... To where this gift came from, but yeah. it, it like this morning there was a gorgeous sunrise. Oh my gosh, it was amazing! Sunrise? Okay, Portland, oh. Oregon people, it was a gorgeous sunrise. Beautiful. And it was like every color of the rainbow. Yes. And I looked up at it and I was like, 
God, you're showing off. Yeah. You're totally showing off with yeah. this suns- sunrise. Yeah. Who can look up at this sunrise yeah. and actually not believe there's heaven? Yeah. Like, it was so yeah. beautiful. You can't even like, look at that and be in a bad mood. It was just no, so it was it's like gorgeous. totally. And Melika's yeah. like, I want to take a picture. And we're taking pictures yeah. along the road. And she's like, yeah. this is beautiful, Mom. I'm like, yes. Yeah. What does it make you think of? And yeah. it's like, yeah, it does. Yeah. It makes you think of heaven and what yeah. that's going to be like. And so... I just love that. I love yeah. the uh, the scripture about God loves a cheerful giver. Yes. And I love that, like, the fact yes. that we can be cheerful in these gifts and, mm-hmm. like, appreciate also God's gifts in yeah. us, like, that he gives us. Mm-hmm. And sunrise yeah. is, like, such a beautiful gift to experience yeah. and just be thankful for. Yeah. I don't know. I oh, was my just... gosh. I totally forgot. <laughs> like, seriously, that's already – I mean, it's not even that late in the day, and I totally forgot about that sunrise already. And, like, that was – and it was so fun because – the way our house is, the the sunrise is on the, the side of my of my daughter's room, and so yeah. like seeing that actually this morning totally took me back to like the months of her being an infant and you know being up in the middle of the night and everything and those early morning like feedings and like we she was born in October so we had really pretty sunrises and uh. it would be you know like you're just discouraged you feel like you're the only human alive that's up at these hours and it'd be dark and then like we'd have this moment just like her and me and seeing these sunrises and it was just like oh it just totally took me back because yeah. you know open the blinds this morning in her room and it was like oh my gosh check this out and you know, now she's naming the color she sees, which is super, yeah. super cool. So oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I love, I had that quote highlighted too. And I love the way that the chapter ends. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so, I'm just going to read this because it is so pretty. It says, look at your heart. It tells the story of why you were made. It is not perfect in shape and contour like a Valentine heart. There seems to be a small piece missing out of the side of every human heart. That may be to symbolize a piece that was torn out of the heart of Christ, which embraced all humanity on the cross. But I think the real meaning is that when God made your human heart, he found it so good and so lovable that he kept a small sample of it in heaven. He sent the rest of it into the world to enjoy his gifts and to use them as stepping stones back to him. But to be ever mindful that you can never love anything in this world with your whole heart because you have not a whole heart with which to love. In order to love anyone with your whole heart, in order to... Be really peaceful in order to be really wholehearted you must go back again to god to recover the peace he has been keeping for you from all eternity amen i know i love that i never have thought about that before and it's just so beautiful mm-hmm. to me i mean we talk about our wounded hearts yeah. and stuff but we don't think about the fact that part of god has part of that actual yeah. wound of us yeah. with him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that we can recover some of that when we go to yeah. him it's yeah. It's a different way of thinking about our yeah. woundedness yeah. and our healing. Well, and we, I don't know. I mean, so many of us get caught up in like doing things perfectly too, that it's like, we can't, like we can't, we yeah. can't love perfectly. We can't do all these things perfectly because like there's a piece of us still missing. Right. Yeah. Like that gives a little bit of like we'll this whole journey. Missing. We're going to keep, we're never going to get to that one point until we're in heaven. Right. That like all of our confidence, all of the things we do, like it's never going to be this like, perfect scorecard or like no. it's just that's not what we're called to but no as humans we have awesome. sin yeah. and so that's just part of our reality mm-hmm. but yeah. god holds that in his hands mm-hmm. and that's just a beautiful visualization for me to just start my day mm-hmm. every day on like god's got my heart and i give my heart to him and he's he's takes care of it and nurtures mm-hmm. it and loves it yeah so beautiful yeah 
What a good way to start my I know. My so, four hour day off. I know, right? <laughs> I love it. This is yeah. Beautiful. So um yeah, these books, if you want a copy, they're at Dynamic Catholic. They're one of I think they're one of the books that you just like pay shipping for. I'm sure you can find them anywhere, everywhere. I'm There's sure they're a on lot Amazon. Of really good nuggets. Yeah, really good nuggets, really easy reading but challenging easy reading but challenging messages and they're only like a few pages. And at something a time, you can so. read over and over and still get something different out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I mean, books. I read this probably four or five years ago. And now reading it again, it definitely like there are things that were highlighted before that I was like, yeah, okay, but here's what's really jumping out at me. So yeah, definitely something to revisit from time to time. So, um, so we'll be continuing on. We may jump around chapters a little bit. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where this leads us. But, um, gluttony. Gluttony, bring it. And I decided to go with the gluttony of all gluttonies today. What? You've had this, yes. yes. Cookie butter. Trader Joe's cookie butter. Yes. It's been a hot minute since I've had this. Oh. I know just, that's Dutch, right? I did. No. Speculum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Dutch. It's very Dutch. Very, so, very Dutch. Speculous. Cookie butter is basically the most gluttonous thing you could ever need in your life. It's like cookie dough in peanut butter format. And it's the speculus, which is what? Like... Uh, a spice gin- cookie. Spice ginger. like gingerbready. Not it's, gingerbready, like no, it's speculos. It's it's, it's its own it's, thing. It's its own thing. It's crunchy. Because I think of gingerbread. This is the smooth soft. one. You can get crunchy. This no, I mean the, co- oh, the actual cookie, cookie yeah. is like crunchy. crunchy. Okay. Um but not but a different flavor than like a ginger snap. Yeah. They're a lot thinner. Yeah. I will bring some. Okay. You can get we'll them keep, we'll do the speculous theme. It's kind of a Christmas cookie. Well, Trader Joe's cookie butter is a year-round. Holy gluttonous. moly, you're just going for yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, my god. I mean, you can spread it on things, but with a spoon is the best, most gluttonous way to eat it. Oh, my gosh. That's next level. This is smooth. They also do the crunchy, though, and it's really good. Amanda, do you want to join us? It says, Come deliciously unusual spread reminiscent of gingerbread and made with crushed biscuits. <laughs> yep. It is. I crunchy, haven't had crunchy this Crunchy speculose years. cookies is the best on top of ice cream. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I haven't had this in years, and now I feel like the addiction just came mm. flooding back. <laughs> Kristen apparently is no longer on Whole30. <laughs> it was a whole 25. <laughs> it ended abruptly with no regrets. No regrets We'll be back here. on it. Back on it shortly. But, but Delicious. Maybe once this jar is My gone. husband will be happy. He listen. He does listen to our podcast, so he'd be like, "Dutch." Oh, can I leave it here for him? You can leave take it. No, he, he, he will. He will leave oh, it. Oh, good. All right, Sandra, this one's for you. <laughs> My All kids right. Will be happy. Tell me how you were bold this week, Janelle. Okay, so I was bold in lots of ways this week. Um, I feel like I'm just trying to hold my ground in who I am and what I'm called to do and mm-hmm. where God's placed me. And um, just really feeling a sense of God is for everyone and we have to allow everyone to meet him. Mm-hmm. And how does that happen? So I've just been trying to be really open with mm-hmm. some people in my life about sharing the gospel with them, but mm-hmm. just in a really um, light ways mm-hmm. that, that yeah. are friendly and 
loving and nurturing and mm-hmm. all of those things. So I've just been trying to be bold with some relationships and awesome. some people. So, nice. yeah. How about you? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I've been bold this week in just trying to speak truth. I don't think I've been doing that probably in the most respectful and loving ways. So I think God is challenging me. But I think, like, there are just some different things at work, at home, throughout my life that just, like, nope, we need to rise to something better. Like, we need to be, we need to strive for something more, whatever. And so I'm just trying to hold myself accountable to those things and hold... Others accountable to those things, I guess. <laughs> Just trying to, like, no. God is calling us to more in these areas. And to, yeah. it's not always easy. And it's we want to a be lot great, of work. But good. yes, yes, yeah. Not wanting to be, not settling. Life is too short to be settling for mediocre or good or good enough. Like, you know, there are moments where things just need to be good enough. But yeah, we can't let that be the status quo all the time. So I think that's just where that's been on my heart and where I've been trying to be bold and... I will be praying this week that I will do that with more of God's love instead yeah. of my own sass. <laughs> yeah. Please pray for Christian and Amanda and I just for prayers, just yeah. that we can all be bold. Yeah. And, that and we we'll pray that you're too. bold too. Yes. We're, you know, that's always been the focus of this podcast. And we mm-hmm. just encourage you guys to, and I don't know if we've really done this, but encourage you guys to be bold in your own walk, wherever you may be. Maybe you're just, um, you're not quite sure who God is, or you're just in different places in your life and that's okay mm-hmm. but um just take the opportunity to just be a little bit more bold in whatever way that mm-hmm. is yeah. um, in relationships in actions at work at school at home wherever it is just be a little bit more bold in yeah. what you do yeah and if you're open to that god will give you opportunities for sure <laughs> yes so we would All love right. you guys to rate and review our podcast that allows more people to hear it share it with a friend that would be awesome and you can always send us feedback at theboldpodcastpdx at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at theboldpodcast. And we will be here next week talking about finding true happiness once again. Yeah. Have a great week.